five, in three, two, one. Hello and welcome everyone to the No Outlet Podcast. And what a show do we have tonight. My goodness. Members of the studio audience and everyone listening out there, you are all in for a treat because we have one of the most fascinating people to be on our show so far. I've known her for 30 years. Scary to say that out loud, but it's true. Uh, And joining us on the podcast tonight is none other than my good friend, Nicole Blair. Blair, how are you? I'm great, Joel. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for being on the show. We're going to play a game uh, that we call 20 Questions, and it always starts with question number one. So here we go. Do you believe in reincarnation? Um, no. <laughs> I do not. Okay. <laughs> um, ha- have you ever pondered it? Have you ever wondered? Or are you just like from the go? There's just no way I'm coming back as like a gazelle or anything like that. Yeah, no, I don't think I'm coming back. Okay. I, I, I believe in spirits and ghosts, but I don't necessarily believe in reincarnation. Gotcha. So the spirits and ghosts and souls, call them what you will, they're out there, they're roaming around, but they don't then inhabit new creatures. Correct. Okay. I like that. I'll take that as an answer. All right. Question number two. Um, what can you tell me about intermittent fasting? <laughs> well... Um, I, I don't know. Not, I mean, not much other than you're starving. <laughs> okay. Well, that, I believe that. I believe that. Right. Yeah. So, um, well, it's supposed to do all these great things for you. I will tell you this. I, I am intermittent fasting. I'm about a month and a half in. Okay. Um, and I wake up really early. Okay. Which is odd because, and I'm not as tired, so so my energy is definitely higher. Um. So I've seen that benefit. Um. Weight loss, probably. You know, it it was quick in the beginning, but it's kind of plateaued. So, I, you know, still still experiencing it, still trying to figure it out. Yeah. And the benefits of it. Okay. And, and you are you doing like an eight hour window, a nine hour window? So everything stops at 7 p.m. Yep. And, you know, 10 to 11. So 16 hours. 16 hours, nothing. Eight hours yeah. you can eat. Yep. That's that's yep. cool. And you've been doing it for, you said, a month and a half. Yeah. Um, that, that's a long time to commit to that schedule. Have you always been in that same window? I've always been in that same window. Um, yeah, for sure. But... I'm going to give it three months and, you know, just see see what the effects are and see how I feel. Yep. Well, hey, good luck. Uh, great job Thanks. making it this far and, and, and uh, good luck with the. You're halfway there. Halfway there. Halfway there. That's great. Hey, um, are car washes a complete and total waste of money? <laughs> I guess it depends who you ask. It's, it's easier than doing it yourself. So, no. Okay. Probably, I would say, it, it depends on how you time them, right? Because you right. you could certainly get a car wash that would be a waste of money, but sometimes you just gotta you gotta get some of that salt off the exactly. off the vehicle. I yeah. mean, I think in I think in the summertime, right? Definitely, mm-hmm. it's probably more fun to do it yourself. Really? Um, 
Yeah, I think so. Why not? Huh. Well, because, I don't know, kind of sucks getting all wet and soapy and cleaning dirt off your car, doesn't it? I think it's kind of fun. I don't mind it. All right. All right. Take but it easy. But in the winter, you know, you got to rinse that salt and dirt off. It's like, I, I don't do it often enough, but. I got you. Hey, uh, speaking of salt on cars, <laughs> um, are you a lifelong New England resident? No. You're not? I am not. Okay. So we, I lived in i was born in massachusetts um and i lived in new jersey and pennsylvania okay so lifelong east coaster yes <clears throat> got it and you were back and you moved back to massachusetts what like beginning of high school well, lucky lucky me my parents decide to move us back to massachusetts my freshman year so that was fun yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, because so I talked to them for four years because I was so angry. Oh, my goodness. Well, high school kids are so nice and forgiving and so accepting. And, right. You know. It was a wonderful experience at Lincoln Sudbury. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure so, it was. So in Pennsylvania, my freshman year was the, my, the top of the top dog in middle school. Okay. So you didn't go to high school till 10th grade. So oh, like ninth oh grade God. is your big year, right? And then all of a sudden I'm the bottom of the totem pole in high school where I knew nobody. Yeah. And I, I can, look, I didn't go to LS, but I can imagine there were probably some, some snobby people that went there. I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. A, Maybe a not. Bit. Yeah. And, you know, I, and interesting enough, the majority of people at Lincoln Sudbury were lifers, like elementary, middle school, high school. Like they've known each other since kindergarten. Right. Kind of, kind of creepy. So yeah, it's not, it's not really a transplant place. It's people really like live there throughout all of their education. So it, it was tough. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of creepy, uh, smoking cigarettes, cool or creepy? Now or back then? Uh, well, uh, um, let's, let's, let's get your opinion on smoking cigarettes now. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Tough, tough smell. You know, it's a tough smell. Yeah, tough, tough smell. Yeah. Now, if they had had the jewel or whatever that is back in the day, right? That didn't Holy smell? shit. Yep. Hell yeah. That would have been a problem for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I because, think it would have been a problem I mean, for honestly, her. Honestly, I, I, I smoked butts and I freaking loved it. Yeah. Yeah, well, there was something different. I just feel like smoking cigarettes back then had a whole different stigma. Fine. Yeah, it was just yeah. different. The whole thing yeah. was different. Yeah, um, that we know better, thankfully. There you go. Exactly. We live and learn. Hey, mm -hmm. um, do the ends justify the means, Nicole? You know what? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I don't know. I don't even know what that means, honestly. Okay, well, that's honest. All right, so the I'll give you a quick little... Uh, thirty second. Give me, give me something. I'll give you an an example of, of what that means. So, the the example people use more often than not to talk about that is if you could go back in time and you could kill baby Hitler, right, when it was still a baby, um, yeah. would you do it, right? And that obviously killing anybody is terrible. Killing a baby is even worse. But if you knew that that person was going to be responsible for the deaths of five million Jews wouldn't it also wouldn't it justify the act of murder right so that's that's an example of a million that you can come up with so ultimately it's 
hey, do you, do you bend the rules or break the rules a little bit once to benefit a, a lot more people? Or, or even, <clears throat> I'm using an altruistic example, but it could be a business example. So if you're trying to hit your number, if you're a salesperson, like, you know, do you, do you, do, does anything that you do to get to that goal, is it all okay because you got to the goal? Oh, business-wise, probably not. Okay. Um, Agree. I kind of feel like that's unethical. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could get fired for it. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yep. Um, the Hitler scenario, hell yeah. Okay. See, so it's situational. Yeah, I think that's what I we... I think had... it's situational, yeah. But, I mean, baby Hitler, you, you didn't know was going to be... A horrible human being so right yeah that's a, that's a tough one so yes and no yeah okay well I, I you know it's a tough question i accept the duality of yeah. the answer um who is your favorite sports team i i, I have an answer uh, written next to the question i think you're going to say i'm going to say the celtics yeah that's what i have written down yeah, I mean, I, Red Sox are right there with them. Yep. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, watching and growing up, I probably watched more Celtics games in my life than I did Red Sox, just because baseball season's so long. Yep. And yep. you really don't start watching right till the playoffs and World Series and things like that. I mean, you go to the games; it's fun to be in person, but I, yeah, I, I would say the Celtics. Yeah, I love that answer because when we were kids, it was like. You know, they that's when they the Celtics were great. 81, 83, 84, like oh. they they were, you know, uh, right there I mean, every I, year. I had sleepovers where my girlfriends would come over and we'd all sit in the family room with my parents and literally watch Celtics games. I love it. And that was like the greatest sleepover ever. Like I can't even imagine nowadays people doing that, but that it was so they were so good and it was so exciting. You know, that's what you did. Yeah. Well, and you couldn't tape the game. Like, if you wanted to watch it, you sat right. down and you watched it. That was it. Right. You know, yep. you couldn't stream it later or anything like that. Yeah, my mom used exactly. to take me to, for like, I, I want to say it was like six years in a row, uh, for my birthday, she would take me and, and two friends. Me and two friends or me and a friend? I forget. But she would take me and a couple friends down to uh, to see the Celtics. And back then, the early 80s... It was the, you were at the Garden Garden. It was the old Garden and that's so awesome. And that's when the players weren't they weren't quite making the the big money yet. Like they had just yeah. turned the corner to be a big business. Um and but, they never and they never left their team. They never left their team, that's right. And they and they be, Which was amazing. And when the game was over, you know, they would just walk out the back door of the garden like they were walking out of an office. So we just right. would sit there and there'd be like twenty or thirty people max. And we would just sit there and get like Larry Bird's autograph, M.O. Carr, yeah. everybody. It was incredible. So cool. So cool. Hey, how many push-ups can you do in a row without stopping? Three. Get the fuck out of here. That's not true. I can't true. do a push-up. I can't do a pull-up. I, I, got, I have no arm strength. Callie, tell him. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll put three. It's a little overzealous. All right. Fair enough. Yep. That, that's all I got. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I, look, all I can ask for is an honest answer. So uh, you live in a pretty re remote place, but not like super remote, but like you're in the woods kind of, right? What's the yep. craziest animal that you've ever seen 
in and or around your property. Okay, so there's a couple. So I've seen a porcupine in a tree that got scared. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it was just sitting at the top of the tree. And then um, we've had a couple bears. No way. Black bears? Yes. Black bears, yep. So the, we had one on our front yard years and years ago that got chased away by the neighbor's dog. And then we had one, I don't know, probably five years ago. Um, yeah, that just strolled across our backyard. Damn. Yeah. That is wild. I, I've heard, and I would, ever, I would never test this, but I've heard if you come across a bear... Especially a black bear, because I guess black bears aren't very aggressive. And yeah. you're supposed to, like, kind of be loud and kind of be forceful and not back down, and they'll take off. But, um, again, I think when it came right down to it, I don't think that I would do that. I think I'd probably just get the fuck out of there as quick as I could. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I grabbed the dog and ran inside. Yeah, bingo. There you go. Hey, if you could see one band live in their prime even if you were you know not on this planet when it happened so like going back to the 60s or any time but you could pick the oh. band if if they, and they're in their prime and you could see them live what band would that be i was gonna say david bowie mm. because i didn't see bowie and i wish i had my parents wouldn't let me go with my sister oh wow but if it's a if it's a band before my time Oh, that's hard. Maybe the Beatles. Oh, I like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing with the Beatles was they, they didn't tour after 65, and that and after 65 was a lot of their best stuff. I thought you were going to say The Who. Um, I've seen The Who a lot. But did you see them in their prime, do you think? You know what I mean? You know what? They were, they, no, I didn't, but they were so good. Yeah. Um, and I, I, and I will compare them to the Rolling Stones and I'm going to say 10 times better. Yeah. You know, I'm and, all... not in their, and not, neither of them in their prime, but they were just, uh, I mean, the who's my favorite band. So, yep. you know, but, um, yeah, if I could have seen them in their prime, yeah. Maybe Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin's a great, great answer. Yeah. I mean, that would have been epic. You know, I uh, I saw both the Stones and the Who. That I think it was '89 that they toured together. And what at Foxborough? And I, yeah, I saw both of them at Foxborough, and I agree. I think the Who put on a much much better show. They really did. Yeah, just really good. Yep. And so the David Bowie that you couldn't go to was that the Glass Spider tour? Um, I don't believe so. So it was in the '80s. My sister went when we lived in Philadelphia. We, she went to Philadelphia, and she, I wasn't allowed to go with her. Oh, I see. Um, I see. So it may have been the. Um, it wouldn't have been changes, would it? Um, it could have been. Yeah, it could have been. You might have been that tour. Yeah. And you know, the uh, yeah, I would have loved to see Genesis and Phil Collins. Oh my God! And I missed out on that too. And I yeah. saw the police, but it was at Fenway after their prime. So I mean that there's so many. I know it's true, but the Who solid answer. They're all good answers. Yeah. Hey, how many different countries have you visited in your life? I don't know. Two. 
Okay, you've been to Canada. All right, so wait, we got from Canada. You've been Paris, to Mexico. Mexico. Oh, maybe like four. Okay. So we, we got. We were in Mexico. Remember that, Joel? I remember Cancun, spring break. Cancun. 1991 or 90? Yeah. I don't know, one of those two. Yeah. Um, so Canada, maybe Mexico. Four. So we got Canada, we got France. Okay. Um. Mexico. What about Jamaica? Sure, that's a country Jamaica, that counts. Jamaica. I think that's all. I think that's it. That's that's good. That's a little bit of everything, right? You got a little bit of the European. Of, I'd like to do more eventually. Yep. Yep. Well, if you could, if we could ever travel without worrying all the time, it'd be exactly. a good. Exactly. But a good I do place think we start. should all go to Jamaica together. Oh well, I love that idea. I'm definitely going to go back. I've been. I've only been one time, and it was just so amazing. And way before. They've, it's changed so much since then, so I definitely want to go back. Hey, um, how many times did you sneak out of the house when you were growing up? Uh, every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so I got grounded for an entire summer. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I, ha I had a party and while my parents were away and said I was sleeping at my friend Callie's house. Yep, that's the move. Yeah, and we had a key copied to my house before my parents left. Holy shit, Ocean's Eleven. A hundred percent. So <laughs> they left. Callie told her parents she was sleeping at my house. Everything was cool. We had a party. My girlfriend typed on my parents' typewriter, everybody who was attending. Oh, my God. Right? So we, we left the next day after the party to get rid of all the empties and whatnot and um, clean the house, but I had locked myself out of the house. <laughs> so, ah. so when my parents came home, they found the list still sitting in the typewriter. Holy motherfucking shit. Yeah. So okay. needless to say, I got grounded for the entire summer. So my parents would go to bed at like 10 o'clock so at 10.30, Lamb or Amy, Darsh, whoever would swing by to pick me up. Oh, my God. I, you know, I would leave and uh, come back when the night ended. And then at times, so I wouldn't get caught, <laughs> um, I'd have someone call the house. How did we do it? So someone would call the house and... How did you do it? It was it it was something like I would pick up, but it was not it was not the house phone and my parents would hear me and they would think I was picking up from my room. <laughs> and they'd be like, Nicole, you're not allowed to be on the phone right now, hang up. And I'd be like, Okay. I don't remember how we exactly finagled it, but that was wow. cemented that I was home, but I wasn't. Very high tech and intricate. Uh, yeah. Moves. We, we had a, we had a lot of moving parts to that. That is nuts. So first of all, I have to say it 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 goes to show that one story about the party goes to show that strategy and planning are important, but execution yes. execution is the only thing that matters. Because if you don't execute if you don't execute the plan, it don't matter. You guys went so far as to make a copy of the house key, and then ironically enough, you locked yourself outside. That is. Yes. Glorious. 
And by the way, you can't pull that shit nowadays because everybody's so connected to everybody else. There is no more like, I'm sleeping over this, I'm sleeping over that. It's like, the minute you say that, there's a Facebook message going to their parents saying, hey, let me know when my kid gets there or whatever, you know? Right, right. It's impossible to pull or, those stunts now. Or a tracking now. device or whatever. I mean, it's not like I'm late because I couldn't find a payphone. Yeah. <laughs> Right, 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 right. Oh. I couldn't call to tell you I was going to be late because I couldn't find a payphone and I didn't have a dime. Oh, <laughs> man. Remember those? That was what a great excuse that was. It's perfect. Bummer. These poor kids. Hey, what's harder? Is it harder to be a good mom or a good friend? A good mom. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's easy to be your kid's friend, I think. Yeah. Oh, I was just talking about being a good friend in general. I think it's a lot less, it, it, it's also less, oh. like it, you feel, put it this way, I think you could be a really good parent and never get the feeling like you're being a good parent. But if you try to be a really good friend, it's easy to feel like you're doing that well. But being a parent is a big question mark. Like, I still am not sure if I did it right, I'm doing it right. Like, who knows? You know? Right. Who knows? Yeah. But Time will tell, right? That I guess that's true. I guess that's very true. Um, hey, can you believe that women only make 72% of what a man makes on average? Can I believe it? Yes. That's some bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Do you, do you think that in that we'll see that get to a one-to-one? -one? In other words, do you think that in the next, let's call it 40 years, the pay gap inequality um, will be erased and it'll be 100 percent. I think I think I think it depends who's in office and I think we need more women in office to um, advocate for that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh -uh. but if, if, it, if it's the same old, you know, old white men running things no. Old white men. Yeah. We got plenty of those. We do. We got we got plenty of them. Got a lot of them. Um, hey. Is there anything more stressful than teaching your kid how to drive a car? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> um, it's, 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 high, it's high on the stress uh, indicator. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. And you know, it's like, you feel psycho. Am I right? Oh, for sure. Like, you feel like, I can't even believe I'm losing my shit right now, but holy shit, you almost killed me. Yeah. Well, it's a real, look, it's not like, you know, laundry's on the floor, dishes are in the sink, garbage not <laughs> taken out. Like, you're traveling down the road at 50 miles an hour, and there's other people right. traveling at you, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, no, it's a real-world situation with real stakes. Know, it's, it's, it's the tug of war, right? Of, a, of the parent-kid relationship anyway, because it's like, stop telling me what to do. And I'm like, no, 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 this is an incident where I have to tell you what to do. Oh, that definitely, or and lessons I, over. I'm gonna lose my shit if you don't hear me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, speaking of being a parent, we're, we're both parents and you're, yeah. still, you're still kind of in the, in the, in the middle of it, um, yeah. so to speak. Do you think that being a parent now is more challenging than being a parent when we were growing up and making fake keys and doing all kinds of tricks to not be at home? Um, I don't know. I think, I think 
social media makes it harder. Yeah. But I also think it makes it easier. So my parents were kind of like, if I don't see it and I ignore it, it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but we see it, so you can't ignore it. So it is happening. Oh, that is very interesting. So, you know, I, I, you know, you could come, I, that's a tough one. You know what? I think parenting overall, no matter what generation it is, it's challenging. It is. And, and, there, and you're, you're introduced to different challenges during different generations. So I think overall it's a, it's a challenge regardless. Yeah, it's always tough. And I, I like what you said about, you know, um, since you, you know, if you can't see it, you're not going to worry about it or think about it as much. And there's really right. nothing in you're today's world. It's not happening. Right. And you can't, and you literally can't do that. I mean, there's so many different ways that people are expressing themselves and putting themselves out there. And it's like, whoa, it's almost I like it's. I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. I will say parents nowadays, I think, are overly involved. Too much. Too much. And, and I think parents amongst each other overly communicate, right? Yes. Like my parents would have never reached out to another family and been like, oh, you know, your daughter did this last night. Right? I, I, same. Yes. But, but like my parents would have never done that. But nowadays it's like free reign. Like I'm going to tell you what your kid did, where they were, and what I think about it. Yep. Oh, and what you're doing wrong as a parent. Exactly. So, you know, that's a challenge. And it, it and, and the, the, my issue with that is it's you shouldn't be challenged by other parents. It's, it's hard as it is. hundred percent. Right? You shouldn't be judged by other parents. So. Well, it used to be again, teen. Every, every generation has different issues. But I, I just think there's there's a lot of information out there and people really like to give their opinion about everything. Yep too much and i think uh you know it used to be like you said you know it was like the parents were a team the kids were a team and now it's like every man for themselves and there is I mean, the only you know. time another parent got involved was when they would you know call my parents house and be like hi is nicole there and my parents would be like oh i thought nicole was at your house right. <laughs> <laughs> she she uh -oh. must not she must not have gotten there yet right yeah uh-oh <laughs> but you know so yeah Oh God, that's funny. All right, hey, uh, what is the most dangerous thing that you've ever done? Um, and looking back on it now, if you could go back in time and say, okay, I, I definitely shouldn't do that. Like bungee jumping, skydiving, some stupid shit like that. Like what's the most dangerous thing you've done and now you're oh, like, see, that was I'm dumb. I'm so not a risk taker, so. Okay. Um. Oh, I don't even know if I dare say this, but it's probably driving under the influence. Okay, that's a that's a very honest and you know an answer that most people could could raise their hand on, but most people probably wouldn't. So I I appreciate that answer. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's all I can really think of. Yeah. No, and that's a good it's one. Really stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but and it's so funny because perspective is you know like at the time because uh, look i'll since we're being honest here i i've definitely done that you know a long time ago and when i think back and now it's just like wow what what kind of an idiot was i to right. even think that that was a remotely good idea you know right. um
But then again, there, I could use that same sentence for many more things than just driving. Right. Hey, um, how, speaking of social media, how lucky were we that we didn't have social media in high school or college? The luckiest. The I luckiest. can't even imagine. No. The ridiculous things I would have done if I had it. Oh, just it's just a, a complicator. It just complicates everything. Everything becomes more imminent, more complicated, more immediate, and it speeds the pace up. It, it magnifies things past the point of... And just, and just you're like, just think at a younger age when like your brain's not fully developed and you don't realize consequences. Like, yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. And everything, pictures are forever, you know? Yeah, I'm so, I'm so glad. I'm so thankful we didn't have it. Oh, my God. I, I'm not even sure if I'd be employed right now if we had it. Yeah, 100%. Who, who knows? Um, all right. You can only have one of these for the rest of your life, and the other one goes away entirely. Every variety of it. So okay. you can either have wine or vodka, but you can't have both. Vodka. Vodka stays and wine goes? Yeah, I don't drink wine. That's easy. Wow. That's uh, that's amazing that you don't drink wine. No. Um, is it the no wine at all? Don't like red. Don't like white. Just doesn't do it for yeah. you, huh? Yeah, I don't like it. Don't like the taste. Not even Mad I don't, Dog. I don't like anything about it. Not even Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. <laughs> you know, not even Mad Dog. Okay. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that was my first no. wine. You know, I'm pretty sure that's not the problem. Um, <laughs> Okay, so Mount Rushmore. You know Mount Rushmore, right? We were just talking about yeah. old white guys. It's got four of those that used to be presidents on this, uh, you know, stone slab out in, uh, I think it's North Dakota, if I'm not mistaken, maybe yeah. it's south. Uh, anyway, uh, if you were going to pick a Mount Rushmore of candy bars, okay, what would those four candy bars be? Snickers. Oh, God, yep. Um... Maybe Mr. Goodbar. Mr. Goodbar. Okay. Mr. Goodbar. I like I like the Mr. Goodbar. Um. Watch him call it. Uh huh. And how about just a plain Hershey bar? Wow, that is an amazingly interesting answer. The only one on that list that I would even consider in my Mount Rushmore is Snickers, but Snickers is. It's, yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not a big chocolate fan. If you had said candy in general. All right, well, then let's switch it up. Let's do candy in general. Okay, Swedish fish. Okay. Only red, number one. Yep. Spreeze, number two. Wait, what was that? Spreeze. Oh, Spreeze, yes. Yep. Gobstoppers. Okay. And the atomic fireball. Whoa. <clears throat> Those fireballs Boom. are serious. I like that. So Swedish fish, I totally agree. Spree, I felt those were the best. I, do they still make those? They do. They're the, hard to find, but they make them. Yeah, I really like those. The gobstoppers were always too. It was too tempting to try to like chomp on them. Yeah, um, yeah they could break your teeth. They could. Um, they break your braces for sure. They break. <laughs> 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 then you really hear about it. Um, exactly. Okay, 
here is uh, a question, I, and I'm not trying to get you or anybody else in any trouble, okay? Okay, um, sure. So I saved this one for last. But of all of, so you, you know, you, you mentioned earlier you guys were copying keys and doing some kind of weird phone trick to, you know, uh, sneak yeah. out of the house, all this other stuff. And so when you talk about the people that you used to do this with, you know, you mentioned a couple names earlier. I'm not going to repeat yeah. those names, but you know who they are. Yeah. So out of that whole group, including yourself, okay, yeah. so you have to include yourself in this group of potential answers. Who was the biggest instigator of trouble? Jennifer Walsh. <laughs> well, that was pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Jennifer Walsh. Yeah. Okay. We got in the most trouble together. And you would just, would, she'd come up with an idea and you'd be like, yeah, definitely we're doing that. Hell yeah. Well, hey, everyone, everyone. Or if I came up with an idea, she was like, hell yeah. Yeah. You, you got to have but a partner in crime. We stole her brother's car. What? Before we were able to drive and had a license. <laughs> And, and her and her mother came home and reported it stolen. Which it was. Well, sort of. Yeah. So we were being followed by the police and could not figure out why. Oh, my God. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, no. They never pulled us over, though. We made it back to the house, and then her brother beat the shit out of both of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first my God. All, okay, What? first of all, what kind of car was it? Do you uh, Honda. What were those little ones? It was a C. Like a Civic. CSR. Oh, I know what you're talking about. C CRX. Something like that. It was. Yeah. A, it was two doors. It was really tiny. Yep. Yeah, it was fun to drive. Yeah, I think it's great that you live in a town where, like, the cops, like, okay, we've got the uh, we got the vehicle. We're just gonna keep an eye on yeah. it. Looks like there's two. Yeah. People without licenses driving around, but that's well, no, okay. What happened was we drove to the town over to Framingham, and the Framingham cops followed us. And then when we got to Sudbury, the Sudbury cops picked it up <laughs> and followed us. A lot of heat, a lot and of heat then, coming yeah, down and on you. And then her mom was like, "I'm going to have to call Nicole's parents," which she never did. But I was so scared, I had to go home and tell them. Oh, no way. So you, you spilled so, the beans and they never even called? I spilled the beans, but I twisted the whole story and said that we went to Neshotic Country Club to get lunch because our friend's dad was a member there and he needed to use his lunch credits. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we went. I don't know. And they were like, oh, okay. Hey, you know what? All they cared about at that moment was that the car was back that you were back everyone was alive nobody got arrested, no arrested. go no. on to the or on to the next thing right one of the next thing that's awesome hey listen uh, that's 20 questions you were uh, an amazing participant i really do appreciate your time i know that you're you know you're oh, hard working well you, you know you got a lot of stuff going on you got kids you got the, you got work and everything and for you to carve out some time uh, especially when you're going on a hunger strike you know modified hunger strike <laughs> i really appreciate so it well, there you go. Thank you so much, Blair. I hope you have a great night. And uh, thank, thank you to my you. studio audience. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next time on the No Outlet Podcast. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.